So What is a podcast from The Gathering at Crossings Community Church. This podcast exists to help young adults navigate real life and cultural topics in light of what the Bible says. The Gathering meets weekly on Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. at Crossings Community Church. It's a place for young adults in their 20s and 30s to belong and be known and become like Christ. We hope you enjoy the podcast. That was a bad clap. Okay. Hey, guys. Welcome to the So What podcast. It's a podcast of The Gathering at Crossings Community Church. My name is Paige Adams, and I'm on staff here. I'm going to throw it to Oakley. Yes, Oakley Alva. I am the Women's Director for Young Adult Ministry. Hey, and I'm Andy Roshkalb, pastor of Young Adults here at Crossing. Hey, I'm Andy Roshkalb. Let's go. That was a good, that was <laughs> a good intro. This is all of our first podcast, so be nice to us. If you think it's bad, don't tell us that. Leave us a good Google review. <laughs> Good Google review. <laughs> good Google review. Uh, I mean, we're excited, though. We're excited to be here mm. and to just uh, launch this podcast, something I know we've been talking about for a long time and a lot of thought and prayer has gone into. Um, I'm just kind of deciding to do this because there's a lot of different avenues on social media and on um, our platform on The Gathering that we already have. So just kind of the intro of why we wanted to do this one as well. Um, we think it's a really unique opportunity. Andy, what are your thoughts on it? Well, I mean, yeah, we've been talking about this for years. And uh, I mean, I, I I just think it's an important platform to talk about the things that we hear. I mean, we're we are inundated every day with ideas, philosophies, worldviews. And I just I don't think we take a lot of time to process through what we're hearing or what we're what we're reading. And so I I'm excited for this just to help help us as a team, but also help our people, our young adults, process through what they're hearing, what they're thinking, what they're reading. Um, and so hopefully this will just be a, a short period of time every week where we can help people process through a biblical worldview of like, how are we to think about things as Christians? So yeah, excited for it. Yeah. yeah. that's You're going to learn, and I think uh, the church now is, is doing a really great job of um, tackling cultural questions because the thing is, you're going to learn the answers to questions, regardless of where you go, like it just is where you're going to have the intake of information. Is it going to be from the church or is it just going to be from your social media or the world or, you know, how are you yeah, fact checking yeah. these things? I mean, I think about if you were to walk into like my sixth grade class, you would think that gauchos are going to be the greatest pant ever to wear. In all reality, <laughs> gauchos. Yeah, I don't even know what gauchos just, are. Like, I'm they, sorry. They're <laughs> like yoga pants, but they just kept getting wider and then they stopped making tabs. Yeah, okay. It all was right. a terrible season for fashion. <laughs> Short lived. So that's probably why you don't remember them. Uh, but I just, I, I think about that. I'm like, okay, someone should have said, nope, wasn't a good idea. And I think the church's responsibility uh, can be to step in and take what's happening in the world and the things that are going on uh, and help us to see, all right, how can we look at this through what Jesus says, through his character, yep. and through how we should respond as people that look different than the world naturally if we're following Christ. Yeah, I think you brought up a really good point. I think a lot of times what I hear in the conversation that I'm walking into is people are walking into these different situations or things that are happening in the culture, and they're just like, well, it's not really explicitly stated in Scripture. Like, there's not really a black and white answer for this. And so— a lot of people have a lot of different views on it, and at least from conversations that we've had, I know kind of our goal is really not to people what to think about all the different things that we're walking into because there are things like social media and dating and a bunch of random different topics that just kind of weren't culturally relevant in biblical times, and so they're not explicitly stated. And so the heart behind this podcast is really not tell you what to think, but more how to think about things and how to... Um, I might occasionally tell them what to think. I mean, I'll still, I'll there, are we going to say that sometimes? Sure. <laughs> are some things more black and white than we yeah. say they are? <laughs> sure. Yep. But like the heartbeat really is to just 
teach you how to put biblical wisdom into your life and into yeah, your situation yeah. so you can enter into these new things and into uh, the different places that you find yourself in your life and do them in a God-honoring way, in yeah. a way that is honoring to the Lord and how you 100%. kind of walk through yep. them. Mm-hmm. Another reason, too, that we've talked about is our people are already taking in podcasts. Like, they're already in taking all of this information. Like you were saying, I think, no, I know that information intakes at an all-time high for people. Like, it's highest it's ever been in the history of people. And so... We're constantly taking in different forms of social media and podcasts and news and books and newspapers and magazines and just all this different intake of information. I read it, really quick. I read a statistic yes. that said that the amount of stuff that we intake every day now would be like reading 40 newspapers in the 80s. Yeah. And that's insanity. Like mm. I grew up getting in the newspaper and I was like, man, I, that's a lot of stuff. And 40 mm. of them a day is what we're intaking. Which is shocking. And that's such a short time period from like the 80s and all. Like, yeah. It's just like are we haven't really had time to adjust. And mm-hmm. so I think it's really important to have these different avenues, these different channels and pockets and kinds of content that are teaching scripture and that are teaching how to do things biblically because the majority of us, like we know that that's not the content that is most popular what's out there. And so I'm excited kind of for this, um, just have a platform to answer everyone's questions and just deal with things kind of head on that we don't really have the freedom to do from stage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So excited for it. That kind of leads into our topic for the day. It is (laughs) social media. I know you're all very surprised by that, by our uh, conversation, but (laughs) we just kind of want to talk about social media and just kind of the impact that it has. Kind of like Andrew was saying, like our information intakes at an all time high. And so I know that kind of impacts, um, our thinking and how we view ourselves and others and the Lord and just all kinds of things. So real quick, what are y'all's just kind of initial thoughts on social media and kind of the uptake of it? Well, mm-hmm. first of all, I think it's really fun that we're we're sitting in this room because I did not grow up with it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that it entered my life way later where you guys have pretty much grown up with it. And so I think it'll be interesting to hear our perspectives a little bit just from a generation that grew up knowing nothing other than and the generation, the old guy in the room of like, well, <laughs> man, I'm so thankful there's not social media. Hey, I will say my first phone was that little green neon slider. So I didn't have you it had a slide all phone? the time. You I had a lucky slide duck. phone. <laughs> So it wasn't always a smartphone that was in my hand. I mean, I, you had to type each letter one by one. My first so. phone had like four buttons. I could call mom, home, emergency, dad. Like that was it. <laughs> there you go. But I, phone, I do, you know, I, I think we're kind of in that for most of our lives. We've had it. And then I have three younger siblings that 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 is their story. That's all they've ever known. And so when they got their first phone, it was the iPhone. And then they just are on Snapchat constantly. So I, it's, <laughs> it's even different. I see, you know, from six to eight years younger than me to where we're at. And uh, I think we're going to hit a range of, especially in a young adult ministry, we have people in their thirties that will probably say more on or err more on the side of, okay, I haven't had this all my life. And then we have some coming in that are fresh into college and that's all they've known. So it is good to just kind of look at all of the different perspectives and yet how it can influence all of us. Yeah. I I mean, my idea just in 30,000 foot view is social media is a wonderful tool. I mean, it, it is – I mean, it's incredible the reach that it can have. Um, but at the same time, anything that's that's great, that's a great tool, can also have some very serious um, not-so-good things about it. You know, like – and I think most of those who are listening to this are – like, they would agree with that. Like, they've seen it be really good for them, but they've also seen – how maybe it builds some some things in them or has revealed some things in them or has hooked them 
you know, that, mm. that they're like, man, I, I wish I didn't have that anymore. Um, like, like my wife and I, we've talked about, like we talked about this year going into 2022 that we're going to take one month off a year from social media, one week a month and one day every week, mm. just to say, we're going to pull back from it because it is, it can be so overwhelming and all encompassing. So I think it's a tool. I think how you use that tool depends on whether it's going to be good or whether it's going to yeah. be bad. Yeah, I think it's true. You brought up a really good point that uh, I found myself with like having an issue with is it's very addicting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you said that I was reading and kind of doing some research on this before we hopped on the podcast. And it was just saying that like social media basically is a form of dopamine now for people. And yeah. it's just very much a quick yeah. fix. Uh, they compare it to like slot machines and how people stay in casinos for hours and hours and hours just to get that hit and that quick fix of dopamine. And so I think that's something too that kind of we need to take in consideration when talking about social media is it is very much like a quick fix for validation, a quick fix for wanting attention, for wanting likes, for feeling validated, important, and all of those mm-hmm. things. And I think there's such a danger there because when you have all those things combined into one platform, like that's kind of where your worth comes from. And so yeah. when you start to find your worth in your social media and in what people think of you, I think that can kind of diminish what you think the Lord thinks of you and kind of has bigger impacts throughout your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, there, there were just, as this question was posed about social media, I think that you can easily defend one side or the other. You know, I know a lot of people that have just said, I don't want to get on it at all. My husband being one of those. I mean, he doesn't have any social media and he's probably better for it. Uh, and then I know a lot of people that use it uh, in really beneficial ways to have a platform. Um, and platform is kind of just a buzzword, but um, can be used in a good sense just to have um, a stage or just a, a, again, a platform to speak God's truth, to speak really encouraging words and, uh, and to share in a positive way. But I've seen in my own life, just the detriments of how I can get on there and crave the applause of the people that I am around. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, what has been intended for good has now been taken and distorted like many of things, you know, surprise, God surprise, is, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, the story of humanity, God gives us good things and then sin consistently distorts that, uh, so I think back to, you know, just one of the verses that came to my mind is from Philippians 4, where it says, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is pure and lovely, and kind of goes down this list. It says, think about these things. And so if we are to think about these things and fix our mind on these things, you know, what are certain things that could distract us from that, that could cause us to think unwholesome thoughts, you know, or or uh, impure thoughts towards another person or another situation, and if social media becomes that for someone, scripture is very clear about how we should flee from sin and run from sin and cast it away. So I think it's just kind of person to person. You got to know yourself. You have to know what are going to be triggers for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it is something that you can hold just very loosely and at any point God could take away and that could be okay for you. Great. Um, if you're using it in a positive way, awesome. But really asking yourself those hard questions. Why am I on the social media platforms that I'm on? What is it adding to my life or taking away from my life? Uh, and then how am I using it and am I using it well? Yeah. I think you brought up a really good point of it really is a matter of like a heart issue. This is one of those things like there's not a black and white right or wrong answer. I would love to sit here and be like, okay, like as a Christian, you should have social media or you should not have social media. Blanket statement across the board. But the reality is like that's not the case. And so I know for me a lot of times I'll be like, oh, I can use it for good. Like I can use it 
for good things. I think that's a lot of people's heart behind it. But no one's really sitting on Instagram scrolling. Oh, I'm so happy that she got the job. I'm so happy they got the boyfriend. I'm so happy that they got the car. They look so good in that swimsuit. I'm so happy for them. Like, that's not the narrative ever. It's like, I wish that was me. Oh, I hate them. Yeah. Why did they get that job? They don't even deserve it. And so I think. Which was on that trip. Yeah. Which was on that trip. That's kind of reason I wasn't do. invited to How that they trip. That? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And well, so, yeah. It, 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 again, I think those are the negative sides, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like, you can, I just think, you know, I think there, there's just everything in moderation is great. Like I heard, I don't know who said this. I heard it years ago, and it really convicted me. And it was just real, it wasn't even social media; it was just my phone. It was just the phone, the device. That it was if if um, you replace your device with a can of beer, would we say you're an alcoholic? Ooh. And I was like, whoa, right? Like, because they're like, well, what do you do when you first get up? Grab your phone. What's the last thing you do before you go to bed? Put your phone down mm. at stoplight. Between meetings in the bathroom. I mean, I'm not I'm not casting any shadows here, but like, but I'm like, yeah, when you start thinking about, man, we we are and, and it just takes me back to Psalm chapter one, right? Where it talks about wherever you are planted, whatever you what you plant yourself by streams of living water, mm-hmm. and you will always bear fruit. We take that as like, hey, yeah, the living water of Christ. Like, let's plant ourselves in God and in our faith, and we'll bear spiritual things. But the 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 converse is also true. Yeah. If you plant yourself in toxic water, you will bear toxic fruit, mm-hmm. right? And so I think it's, it's just an interesting idea of like, yeah, it's a great tool, but there's also a, a good and bad side. And I, I think that's a big part of why we have to be asking these questions of ourselves of like, okay, what fruit is this bearing in my life? Yeah, mm-hmm. Is it helpful fruit? Is it good for me and for others? You know, kind of like you were saying, Paige, of like, can I scroll through and actually celebrate that things are going well for those people? Like, then that's great. Yeah. Shoot them a text and be like, hey, I'm so, like, so happy for you. But if it's constantly bringing up anxiety or jealousy mm. or even hatred, like, right? Like, there's people that, like, hate follow, right? Like, I mean, like, yeah. that's, ugh. And I think as Christ followers, we have to run it through that lens. Um, and so I just, I always think Psalm chapter one, where am I planted? Am I, if social media is the soil, what is the fruit that's coming from, from me planting myself there? Mm-hmm. So what would you say then? I mean... I guess, would you take one stance or the other? You know, social media can at large be really great. And so, you know, this is how we can use it. Or it might be time to kind of turn off like you're kind of doing with with Taylor. I'm going to take some breaks from social media throughout the year. I'm going to be intentional about this. I'm going to delete these apps off my phone. Uh, If you were to kind of defend one stance or the other, if you Mm, had to, you know, and, and make a stance. I mean, I think taking – I mean, then we get into the idea of fasting, right? Like what is mm-hmm. the purpose of fasting? It's mm-hmm. to turn our heart and mind to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so I think there has – if you're doing it just to do it and check a box of you're a good Christian, you know, whatever, like then, okay, okay, we're going to pervert that too, right? Mm-hmm. Like, So I think mm-hmm. it just comes down – is putting in some some uh, parameters, some maybe some, some fasting from it. Just I'm going to turn it off. I'm going to delete all the apps for a week and see how I do. Maybe start with a day. And that will show you very quickly – how important it is to you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the most convicting thing. Like whether you do a sugar fast or a caffeine fast or whatever it is, like it's probably healthy for you to do it in a, in a lot of ways. Um, but I think then it, then it just turns to like, well, what's the heart behind what you're doing, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's a whole nother conversation of the heart behind why you're posting, the heart behind why you're on it. What do you, you know, but I just on a practical level, I think for guys, it's a really good thing to get off of on a regular basis because I think it does, um, open an avenue of, of lusting because 
There's a lot of images out there. Oh, I'd say for and girls so, too. Probably, yeah, I mean, probably I think, unanimous. So yeah, I, yeah. I just think there, it, it's a complicated issue. I don't. I think it can be used in a wonderful way, um, but ultimately, I think the heart of it is: Are you putting yourself in the position of getting the glory, mm-hmm. um, or are you putting Jesus on the platform? Like, what's your platform? Because right. that's really what it is. It's a platform, social exactly. media platform. And so, what are we using our platform for? Is it for my glory and my attention, or am I using it to actually point people to Jesus mm-hmm. through my life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know if that answers your question, but no, it's good. Yeah. It's good. I mean, I was. It makes me think of. I was talking to a friend the other day, and and she was just describing um, one of her parents. She's like, you know, they have an addictive personality. So, mm-hmm. and then kind of went on to talk about something, and she goes, you know, it's it doesn't have to be a certain substance they've used in the past. It can be fill in the blank with anything, and they're going to be prone to maybe be addicted to that. And I think about it, you know, if we're to examine our own lives, like you were talking about replacing your iPhone with a beer, would we be considered an alcoholic? Uh, it's really convicting. You know, I think about it through the lens of. What am I being controlled by? And I think by yeah. default, I'm controlled by flesh. And my flesh wants to numb out. My flesh wants to distract. My flesh wants to look at anything that's not going to lead me towards the Lord. Yeah. And if I'm controlled by the Spirit, I have to be so much more intentional, practically picking up my cross daily, fixing my eyes on Jesus. I don't just naturally think of things that are pure and holy and lovely. Yeah. You know, it's kind of Well, we be drift. We just drift. Mm-hmm. Like right. that's our natural right. bent, right, to the flesh is we just drift into laziness, apathy, whatever it is. And so that intentionality is really, really that's important. It. Well, we have to put it in our life. Right. And I think about social media, at least in my own life, I've seen can be such a tool for me to just become apathetic and kind of open it up and that be the thing that I'm controlled by. And when, I, when I've when i deleted the apps on the phone, I'll find myself even scrolling to the place the app was and clicking yes. on it, you know? Oh. And, and so that's convicting. Gosh, it's convicting. A ghost click. It's convicting. Ah. That's a thing. That's exactly what a it is. A ghost click. Yeah. Like, where's my Twitter? You're like, oh, it's nope. gone now. Yeah. I'm embarrassed. You know? Well, so yeah, just, I mean. I just, mm-hmm. I want to be controlled more by the spirit. I was listening to a, a pastor the other day and he was talking about uh, 20 things he would do in his 20s if he could go back and uh, partake more in these things or just focus more on these things. And so many of them were centered on, I read my Bible more. I would talk to people about Jesus more that didn't know Jesus. Mm-hmm. And not once did he say, I'd get back on my phone more and look at more social media, you know, or things like yeah. that. And um, I think, it, you you know, you can say all these things and be as convicted as you want to be about it. But the heart of it is what you were hitting on and Paige, you've hit on as well is, you know, who's going to be the Lord of our life? What are we going to devote our time to uh, and what really matters? You know, it's, yeah. it's what am I living for? Mm-hmm. And if we're to examine our days and our weeks, what am I living for? That can be the most convicting question. At least it is for me. You know, I want my life to be marked by. And I'm, I'm solely devoted to the Lord. And if that means that I have to remove a lot of these other things, then so be it. But I want my life to be. Uh, I think the hardest thing Christ. about that for me personally is that my too often my my commitment to the Lord is completely based on my convenience and my comfort. Sure. Mm-hmm. If it is not convenient and it is not comfortable, then obedience becomes an option yeah. versus, hey, I, this this is going to be inconvenient. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going to be in the know as much. People aren't going to know what I'm doing, where I'm going. Like, the, the, you know, the, the spotlight per se is, is no longer on me. And that's just, in this world, that's just totally mm-hmm. backwards thinking. Well. And you brought up a really good point, something that, like, I was listening to on a podcast earlier that was talking about this. You said it earlier, too, like, a lot, a lot of social media, we use it to give us the glory, like, even inadvertently. Like, even when we're posting stuff kind of about scripture, about going to church or whatever, like, we kind of want the glory a little bit on us because that's just kind of the way our flesh is and the way that we're wired as humans. And um, something that, like, they were talking about on the podcast was 
when we are posting the pictures, and we had a conversation about this earlier too, of let's say trips or of a new boyfriend or a new car or a new job or X, Y, Z, in reality is part of our heart wants someone to be envious of us like we are of them. Mm-hmm. And so just kind of exposing that double-mindedness like even in our own heart, it's just very much a pride check and a gut check of, okay, like why am I posting this? Yeah. Like am I posting this so I get the glory? Am I posting this? People want to be like me instead of like Jesus. And it just kind of goes back to that heart check we were all kind of talking about of it can be used really well. And it, the well, interesting thing about it is the, like the same post can be used for good or evil to be like, what is your heart behind that's it? That's true. Like, yep. where, what is your motive coming from? Is your motive to make people jealous? Or is your motive just because like, hey, like, I'm having a really great time with my friends and I yeah. want people to know how much I love these people that I'm with. Well, that's why it's hard to say, yes, be on social media or no, you shouldn't as a Christian. Mm-hmm. Because, it, you know, it, it all comes – to me, it comes down to Colossians 3.17. Whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all for the glory of God. And so I think – to me, that's a wonderful filter for all things in life. Of like, can I do this, post this, whatever, to the glory of God? Or is it really to the glory of me? Right. Like, and we just have to be honest and ask ourselves the hard questions and maybe even invite some of our community, our friends, and say, mm-hmm. hey, would you look at my social media? Like, who's who's the glory here? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah. and, and that's just a hard conversation because we have to open ourselves up to some honest mm-hmm. feedback of people we trust and who are also running the race mm-hmm. after Christ of like, all right, I think this is true of me, but what do you think? Like, be honest, mm-hmm. right? You brought in a good point of like bringing community into this conversation. I think it's something that we don't really think about. Social media is very me, 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 me centric. And so then like bringing community and be like, okay, like what is being displayed, but also kind of bring community in to help you be accountable to like how much you're on it and how much you're like the time you spend on it. Because I've had some friends. Screen time alerts. Screen time oh. alerts. Oh, listen, if you Please give a great, a great <laughs> idea is to give someone that you like, your roommate, your best friend, whoever, the code to your screen time. Like that is a great way to really cut that in half and have good yeah. accountability there. Because like we naturally want to do, like you were saying earlier, like even when we delete the app, like we just naturally go there. Like that's the brain pathway. Like that's what we're habits of doing. And so I think like inviting community in. I remember one of my friends, I've even done this too. I've cut out social media before. I'm like, hey, like if you see me online, call me out on it because I'm not supposed yeah. to be. And so just kind of like inviting that accountability into your life, yeah. I think is really good. Yeah, nothing more convicting every Sunday morning when my screen time pops up. I'm like, oh, if increased we're going to class, by what percent? Oh, <laughs> like, ah. right, right. Yeah, no, that's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw a quote one time, just like speaking of like Sunday morning, I always compare like my social media to like how much time I spent in the word. And that is just real convicting if you've ever done that. Like, I spend the same amount of time on social media that I am the word. Like, the that's a tough one. And so I saw a <laughs> quote. We were talking about this too. And it was, uh, Instagram is proof that time was never the problem with prayer. And like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. that just hurt my feelings a yeah. lot. Because I, social media is part of my job. It's what I kind of grew up doing. And so I spend a lot of time on it. And yeah. so my prayer life is something like I actively struggle with. And so when I heard that quote, I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. That one hurt my feelings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so and much so- of the Christian life and life in general just comes down to this. I want to do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it is. And so yeah. I think then it so, – so what do we do with that? We, we start saying, God, would you change my heart? Because I want these things and I want that thing and I want to do this and I don't want to do that. And so it, it it's just that, that lifestyle of repentance, of turning back and saying, God, would you please change my heart? Yeah. Let me love you more than I love people's approval. Let me seek your approval more than people's. And that's just part of that process of growing in our faith, of of transferring, you know, where we're rooted into where we're rooted, finding our identity and value and worth in God's word and who he says we are. But then also 
making sure that we're being rooted in, in, in God's word, not just for ourselves, but for the other people around us that are actually interacting with us. Mm-hmm. And do they see Jesus through our posts? Do they see Jesus in the way I talk, in the way I whatever? So, yeah, it's it's a complicated topic, mm-hmm. but it's one that we need to wrestle with. Yeah. A book uh, I would think could be good for all of us to go through. It was good for me as I was researching even this topic is the book of Proverbs. It is a book of wisdom. Mm-hmm. And when you think about that, reading through that, I was reading through a lot of those different chapters and it just starts off the very beginning of the book. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, is the beginning of knowledge. And if I'm fearing the Lord and if I'm submitting everything to him, how is my life going to look very different than maybe it does now or it did before I even came to know the Lord and have a relationship with him? And how can I walk as one that's making the most of my time rather than just squandering a lot of time? Because I can definitely look at days. It doesn't have to be social media. It can be many other things. But I think social media is definitely a factor where I look at and I've squandered time mm. and I've just not been intentional. I've not been living sober-mindedly in that regard of actually making the most of the days that I have here and seeing them as gifts from God rather than just something to be wasted. Yeah. Uh, so that's, it was just a good book as I thought about, okay, Lord, what would you have us do when we're talking about social media? Something that was not around when you walked on the <laughs> earth. And, you know, you can't have Paul come in and write a letter to the church now like, this is how you would address TikTok or this is how you would address Facebook. <laughs> That'd be Paul great. and TikTok. That'd be really and that would be a, a lot easier. <laughs> absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, cause I don't think we can just say, like you've said, and I think all of us can agree on that. We just blanket statement. This is bad. Get rid of it. Get it out of your life, but how to navigate that well. And, um, just centering us back on these ideas that we can find in scripture, such as the book of Psalms, such as many other verses that talk about living sober mindedly and being ready to preach in season and out of season yeah. and just being ready to have an answer for those that come to you with questions that doesn't come from squandering our time on a on something like social media or, uh, you know, with whatever else that you may be tempted to just waste time on. It comes with, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to put in the hard work of knowing my God because it's worth it. And it will help me then be a light in the ways that he's called me to be a light in whatever situation he has me in. Uh, And that comes with, you know, referencing back to the series we did at the beginning of this year, uh, to live more of a disciplined life and to have a life that uh, is just one that, I don't know, honors the Lord in all things. And I think discipline can be a scary word. Discipline can be a word that turns us off for sure because uh, we want to live word. that. You're just, kidding. I want to do the life that I want to do, but I really do believe that it can bring us more towards the heart of God and, um, yeah, and just help us to, um, I don't know, live a life that looks a lot more like him to a world that desperately needs it. So we've talked a lot about Social media, the good, the bad, the ugly, the whole shebang. So what do we do with it now? Like, how can we walk forward mm-hmm. and just kind of practically implement some of the stuff that we've talked about? I mean, there could be a lot of things. What, you want to start yeah. openly? Oh, like, no, what, I was just going to say. What would I be think your it, so what? So what in regards to social media, I think it could be time to ask yourself some hard questions. You know, what what is most of my time going to? How is social media impacting me and the anxiety that I might feel or the time that I'm spending on it? I think it's really good to, like Paige mentioned, invite your community in maybe even just to help keep you accountable in that regard or to answer some of those hard questions that you are wanting to ask yourself. And then I think for everyone, it could just be good to take some breaks, whether that is a day or a week or a month, just to step back from it a little bit to remind yourself social media is not the God of my life. God is the God of my life. And 
I want to clear the air a little bit and make way for him to do what he will in my life and uh, keep me on a path that's leading to wisdom and to maturing rather than just to numbing out. So yeah. that's that would be my so what, my take on it. But yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Andy, throwing it I to mean, you? I mean, same thing. I, w- I, would, I would consider taking a break on a regular basis. Put it on your calendar. Let your people know, you know, if they're depending on you or something. Um, I think also just think think through Colossians three seventeen. Think through Romans twelve two. You know, like are you being conformed to the image of this world? Mm-hmm. Um, look at your social media, find out, right? Like ask yourself those hard questions. I think that's the biggest. So what is like? Are you willing to ask yourself some hard questions? Mm-hmm. How is it forming me? Uh, how how am I starting to see the world because of it? Um, do I need it, or do is it just a good tool? Um, so I think, yeah, I, I think always taking a good, a break is a great op- option once a week, once a month, whatever, whatever mm-hmm. you want to put out there mm-hmm. and then think through biblically, like, all right, so what are the filters that I like? Am I, if I'm, if I'm planting myself in this, you know, Psalm chapter one, what, what fruit is it bearing in my life? And when you take breaks, it will show you, like you yeah. will, you will see the fruit. Um, that's or what lack you were thereof. like, or the lack thereof, like people take breaks and I'm like, oh man, it was so great. Okay. Then keep doing it. Yeah. Then don't stop. Like maybe yeah. only get on once a de- once a week and yeah. update your life, you know, whatever, instead of the other way around. You know, instead of six days on, one day off, go one day on and six days off. So, I would, yeah, I, I think find some filters through Scripture of like, all right, Rome, or Colossians 3.17, is this, am I doing it for God's glory or my glory? Romans uh, 12.2, is it conforming me or am I using it as a tool to help conform others to the image of Christ? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe take a break. Yeah. I think for me, the so what is just be really honest with yourself. I know for me, it's really easy for me to excuse like, okay, like this really isn't that bad. It's not causing me to stumble that much. It's causing me to do this. Like Jesus is very clear. If someone's causing you to stu- like to sin, just cut it out. And so yeah. I think this conversation requires a lot of honesty because maybe like you're right, kind of like you were saying for your husband, like it is best for him to just cut it out completely. And yeah. I have a lot of friends, like that's where they're at as well. And so well, just the funny think- thing is, and sorry to cut you off. The funny thing is, is like, People will say, well, it's not that important to me. But then they won't cut it out. Then cut it out of your life. They're like, well, I, well, but if you can't, then it's too important to you. Exactly. Like that's that's a, that's the hard question. And so I've heard, I'll miss everyone's birthdays if I don't see them on Facebook. Then maybe like, you're well, not their friend if you don't know their birthday. True. Put it on your calendar. Keep Facebook for that. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. But yeah, no, I think I think my final, like my takeaway is just like, look at where your affections lie. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. if that is where you're getting a lot yeah. of your fulfillment, validation, happiness, probably got to cut it yeah yeah all right this is a good conversation thank you guys for joining us this week on the so what podcast takeaway social media can be used for all kinds of good things gauchos are really bad always they are never good (laughs) do not buy them we'll be seeing you (laughs) 